Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabit the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee, and were delivered. They trusted in thee, and were not confounded. Psalms chapter 22, verses 3 through 5. In this we see the psalmist praising and exemplifying God. Praise is a proclamation and a profession of who God is, of his greatness. It magnifies his attributes and characteristics. It reminds you of the truth and professes before men and even demons that you put your faith in God's faithfulness. The psalmist recognizes that God is drawn in. His ear is attentive when these proclamations begin to manifest. Remember that Jesus told us that the Holy Spirit would come and it would speak of him and him alone. Therefore, when we come into agreement and alignment with this purpose, he is delighted to join us. Oh Lord, let us profess and praise and reminisce in your greatness. Oh, how when our fathers cried out, you delivered them. He's remembering all of the testimonies through the ages. God tells us to write down these things that God does even in our own lives, that we might have a remembrance and come back to that place when our faith is shaken. David needed some confidence and he found it. When he remembered that the enemy is confounded, when we began to lift up praises and declarations of faith and stand on the truth of God's word in the face of impossible situations, when the enemy has put forth all of his limited resources to drag you down and strip your faith away and you stand in defiance of the giants that are coming against your promises and begin to speak forth with boldness and confidence that your God is faithful, your God is able, your God has come through from generation to generation. Oh, what can man or even demons do in the face of our God's omnipotence? He is the author of time. He is the author of creation. He knows the end from the beginning, and he has a place for me in it. So I will not be shaken. I will do what the biblical patriarchs did as we remember the testimonies that are written in the pages of the great history book of the ages. I will cry out to my God and King saying, I know that you hear and see and remember me, your child, your remnant, the apple of your eye. You will not forsake us you hear our cry. It says that they cried unto him and they were delivered because that they trusted him and were not confounded. So today, as we praise our great God and King and remember his majesty, we rebuke a spirit of confusion, of fear, of doubt, of being confounded, of this wishy-washy back-and-forth battle of faith and unbelief. We shake off the lies of the enemy that gets you focused on your own 
ability. Because you see, though this passage that we have been reading speaks to God's greatness, the very next part, beginning in verse 6, flips the script, where the psalmist then begins to admit his own weakness. He says, For I am but a worm, and no man, a reproach of men, and am despised of the people. All they that see me laugh to scorn. They shoot out the lip, they shake the head, saying he trusted on the Lord, and he would not deliver him. Let us see then if he will deliver him, seeing that he delighted in him. Now this was penned by David, but it's also prophetic of Jesus. And it teaches us that to truly praise God, we must shake off any praise of self. He had to humble himself before the mighty hand of God and acknowledge that he was nothing, that he was low. To say, look at my enemies, it's not me, that they are berating, but it is my king because I have put my faith in him. Just like Hezekiah did when he came before the Lord and cried out about Rabshakeh, the enemy that was coming so boastfully against the people of God. He cried out to God and he said, Lord, it is you that he has reproached. So today, Lord, we are reminded that your word says that you pour out more grace upon the humble. So we do humble ourselves in acknowledging that without you, we are but nothing. But knowing that you are loving, you do remember our frame, that we are but dust and that we need you to defend and deliver us. We do not know the way of escape, except that you reveal it to us. We do not have the strength, the wisdom, the intellect, the talent. We do not trust in the multitude of mighty men or in the tools of the land or of demons. We do not trust in the tactics of Egypt. We do not put our hope in horse or in chariot or in politician or in court systems or in performances, or even in vain worship services that do little more than declare the worthiness of men for God to step in and exalt them. No, we come back to the basics in humility and learn instruction. True praise magnifies God before a humbled creation. There is nothing too hard for my God and my King. He truly can do all things. But until we realize that there is no other way by which man can be saved, but to call out upon the name that is above every other name, that there is nothing that will truly change men or nations than salvation. Faith in the truth that was delivered to us by Jesus. O oh Lord, we ask you today to make a way to release it in abundance. Father, we do come before you today recognizing that we are no ones. 
but we do have faith in you to do in abundance more than we could ever hope or imagine and to do it through the miraculous we believe in everything that we read in the scriptures that you parted seas to deliver your people from their enemies that you raised dead children back to life out of compassion love and mercy that you healed the sick that you set the captive free that you delivered men from their bondages that you did it for them and you'll do it again that you have lost none of your strength that you call us to believe to be a people of faith that will not stop praising but to be a people of humility that will do it rightly not trying to equate our own talent or ability with your majesty no the words of david and prophetically even jesus who would say that i am but a worm in other words the lowliest yet for the sake of your name will you step in and save in order to humble the pride of a prideful enemy and put him to an open shame who dared to exalt himself above the glory of your name. It is surely a true saying that it is humility that unlocks grace, that draws the power and resources of the kingdom of God down to us. When we come before you in humble repentance, acknowledging that we have sinned and fallen short, that we need your grace, that we need you to step in to fulfill your promises, Lord. To forgive us for our failures and rebellions. To empower us to be demonstrations of righteousness. That though we are so low and unworthy and unable, Yet still are you so great and mighty and powerful and capable that you will still fulfill your promises to us and you will even use us, not because of us, but in spite of us. Our heart is to serve you, but we do that best when we simply come and worship you recognizing our own meekness that we might then glorify your strength more completely because you do choose to use the least of these for the very reason that it takes away the people's ability to give credence to any other thing because they know that we could do nothing except that we must have been with Jesus. We do not praise our own power, but in this very dark and dire hour, we lift up a true praise that draws down your power. Praise of a meek and humble people who truly do believe in your ability to fulfill your promises 
in your faithfulness, in your goodness, in your loving kindness, and in every story written in the pages of the great book that you gave us for our learning and admonition upon whom the ends of the world have come as it is written. O Lord, move in demonstration. Deliver the remnant. Humble the prideful and the arrogant. Raise up a humble people who are willing to preach and teach and speak and believe and be your gospel message. O Lord, give us patience in the waiting and faith to keep on praising. Let us not grow weary in well-doing, but let us do what David did and encourage ourselves in the Lord by reminding ourselves of your promises, that you are faithful to the end. You are able to accomplish what you have promised, even if it takes the miraculous. You are the God of the impossible, and it's kind of what you do. We won't doubt you, no matter what the enemy speaks, no matter the confusion that he tries to bring. We shake it off, we lift our hands, we raise our voice, and we sing. Glory to our God in the highest, faithful and true, who anointes our heads with oil, who cleanses us with his blood, who makes us kings and priests in his kingdom, who lifted us up above the angels, who judges us with righteousness judgment, who is glorious and worthy of praise and adoration and attention and recognition, who is faithful to the end, and then, even beyond that, the resurrection. O Lord, we will rule and reign with you one day in New Jerusalem. What a glorious day that will be, a day of rejoicing for the saint the faithful, humble ones. But what a terrible day for the prideful and the unbelieving, a day of weeping and gnashing of teeth. Oh Lord, we ask for the strength to do the work of your kingdom in this earth while it is yet day, because the time comes, you said, when there is no more work that can be done, the door will be shut. We understand this. But, oh, you are so glorious and so patient. You give so many opportunities, so much space for repentance. You make a way where there is no way, rivers in the desert, paths in the wilderness. You give us your own spirit to teach us, to lead us, and to empower us to do your perfect work through us. Even though your ways are not our ways, they're so much higher than our ways. We cannot comprehend or understand what you are doing, but by faith we trust you like faithful Abraham. We just keep moving. We ask you to lead us. We ask you to be with us. We ask you to teach us. And we praise you, Lord, for your faithfulness that in all of our lives you have done this. You have been faithful beyond our deserving. That even now, while we are listening, you are still teaching and leading. And in the days and weeks and months to come, you will 
continue to fulfill your promises in great and mighty and miraculous ways because you are so good and so faithful and so capable and so full of grace, willing to pour it out on these broken vessels of earth and clay. We are your humble servants, your children, your friends, and we are humbled and grateful for the gift of merely being able to be in your presence. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.